I like that this movie started about Wild Zero and ended on George of the Jungle. <laughs> Fraser is really this quick. Is one of our top ten episodes. I'll put it right George of the Jungle sci fi. Fucking. George of the Jungle speculative fiction. Brendan Fraser and George of the Jungle? This is very attractive. Listen, honey. He's very sexy. Second Star to the Left, a podcast, everything fantastic, strange, and science fictional. I'm your host, Matt, with my co-hosts. I'm Bert. I'm Katie. Uh, I'm Guitar Wolf, and I've come <laughs> to let you know that I've come to let you know that your dick is holding you back, and you need to broaden your horizons, or I will kill you with my guitar that is also a sword. <laughs> no, uh, I'm Meredith Russo. I'm not Guitar Wolf. He's still oh, alive. He's a very good <laughs> Japanese musician. I was concerned there. <laughs> I, w- I was a little bit concerned about my dad. My name is my name is Meredith <laughs> Russo, and I'm here to tell you that love knows no borders, nationalities, or genders. Hachime! <laughs> and also, rock and roll. <laughs> rock and roll! This week we're talking about Wild Zero, a movie from 2000. Yes. Um, and Mare, this was your selection for the week, so I want to this let is, you. Uh, this I is let literally. You, oh, go ahead. I this is literally one of my favorite. Oh. About this film, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna turn the stage over to you and just go hog wild about rock and roll and uh, Joan Jet montages and everything that is incredible about this film. And how and how Bikini Kill already were probably not especially aggressive about like making sure that licensing fees were paid for their music, but that those sorts of things almost certainly don't apply across international borders. And also and also that uh, and also like the realization that a lot of punk rock probably scans very differently when you mostly don't understand the lyrics, which makes me think about how many of the Japanese songs that are on my uh, how much of the Japanese punk rock and like rap that's on my rotation is would probably land much differently if I had a clue what they were fucking saying. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone knows I'm, beat, rhythm, and tone. I, uh, I'm not going to talk too much about what happens in the movie, um, because I don't think it's especially important. Um, but I will say that in the mid-aughts, when uh, I and I think uh, two-thirds of the other hosts of this podcast were, were posting constantly on something awful, I saw a gif where 
and, and I was a little proto-transsexual, I saw a gif of a Japanese man in a pompadour with a cool leather jacket uh, crying in a bathroom saying, this can't be, how can she be a guy? And then the camera pans, and there's another Japanese man, significantly older, who does not have a pompadour. He's not significantly older. You mean visibly like older? Fifty-five. Ace not is really. a baby. Ace is a baby face. Yes. Um, who who is older and doesn't have a pompadour and looks significantly cooler and is wearing sunglasses inside manifests astrally in front of him, uh, <laughs> s- screams. Ace, love has no borders, nationalities, or genders. Let's go rock and roll, and then disappears again, leaving the pompadour twink alone in the bathroom. Um, And I remember thinking, oh, that's funny. And then I looked up the movie, and I had a feeling that I have only ever been given in the past by, like... I, that I've only ever gotten in the past from, like, the first time I saw, like, Scott Pilgrim uh, versus the universe of, like, Red Scott Pilgrim, and the first time I read a handful, and the first time I ever read, like, uh, A Safe Girl to Love or Nevada of, like, as a, as a trans, as a, like, punk rock trans woman who's into anime and has also been an anarchist for most of my life and also is not like a member of the screen team and has a pretty like libertine relationship with like aesthetic acceptability and with like what art should look like um and with like high class versus low class and like who grew up poor and grew up in punk rock environments i watched this movie wild zero that is in some sense, about a pair of dysfunctional, crusty dirtbags getting caught up in a zombie apocalypse is, in a certain sense, a Japanese punk rock answer to Plan 9 from Outer Space, is, in a certain sense, a publicity vehicle for a band called Guitar Wolf that has been uh, That's a, a real pillar. band. Yeah, has been a, yeah the, uh, Guitar Wolf was actually in the music, in the Puffy Ami Yumi uh, Powerpuff Girls music video. Um, for It's a publicity vehicle for like a punk rock, for a pillar of the Japanese punk rock scene, and is in fact uh, the, the, the incredibly heartwarming story from 1999 about like, about like a straight punk rock dude uh, falling in love with a uh, falling in love with a trans girl uh, during a disaster, and is also about a man cutting a UFO in half with a sword, and is also it is also a movie about how the music industry is run by creeps and how you should just kill them with a rocket launcher. And it's also a movie about wouldn't it be cool if a bass player shot a Camaro with a handgun and it exploded? Um, I watched this cool. movie and it, it, it answers that question. I watched this movie and it changed my fucking life. And I have, I own the DVD and I have seen it like eight times. And it is, it is, I think far and away my favorite movie in the whole world. It is not the best movie by any <laughs> reasonable uh, measure that that, that that could be said to be true. Um, it is not the best shot. It is not the best acted. It is not the best plotted or written, but it is my favorite movie on this gay earth, on this cursed gay earth, there is there is no movie I like more. Uh, Katie and Bert, what's your what's your take on this film? Uh, this movie is amazing. Um, <laughs> that's I mean, like I so I posted on on social media, specifically on Facebook, that I was uh, watching this movie. I posted the trailer, and like half of my friends were like, 
oh, is that Guitar Wolf? Like, they had heard of the band, but never <laughs> heard of this movie. And they're like, oh, yeah, I've seen them. I'm just like, okay. And the other half are all, like, queer fan friends who agree, this is the greatest movie ever. <laughs> so there is a distinct overlap between between that. Whereas, like, everyone agreed that it seemed great, but everyone was coming from it from, like, either, like, they were, like, oh, yeah, I saw them tour with the Cramps in 1997, or... You know, I, I didn't realize they made a movie. And then the other people who are like, this is cinematography genius. Um, or a storytelling genius. And I have to agree uh, with, with Meredith. Like, the plot doesn't make sense. I don't think the plot was supposed to make sense. I think the plot, much like this entire movie was a publicity set for Guitar Wolf, the plot was just, like, some flimsy, some flimsy device to actually deliver a surprisingly touching story. And yeah, this was 1999. In yeah. Japan, there was a story about a man falling in love with a girl, realizing she is trans and coming to terms with that and just deciding radically that he wants to be with her in a way that I don't think I have seen replicated in a movie that's not, it's not about, it's not like a queer film. It's just a movie that has this. And it just, like, has it as... Because everybody's always like, I just want a trans character to be, like, part of a thing. And it's not, like, made the whole point of the movie. And, like, it, it, it fucking watch Wild Zero. <laughs> <laughs> they did it. They did what the Oscars can only, like, ham-fistedly force. Like, it's it's one of those types of things. Like, uh, you know, I've seen much worse representations and everyone, like, applauds the, f- the filmmaking and, like, the storytelling for trans characters. When really, yeah, this, like wild ass movie that is all about a space invasion aliens some weird interpersonal relationships that i'm not entirely sure are happening at any given moment but like this just like nails it where it's just like yep it's it's and, like, like if greg expect- rocky and george romero made a movie together right but if they like i think it attacked like some of these issues like you knew it was gonna be like cringe sort of like uh because like that's what i was expecting at first i'm like oh here we go like i was expecting like some amount of like you know shitty handling of it or like you know predictable trans like casual transphobic jokes and it wasn't it was just like this is fine it's not ever like revisited again just it doesn't sort of, feel like, preachy either yeah it's not like yeah. It's oh, just like, he learned, it's he just learned like, something hey, important. It's just like, hey, Ace, you dipshit, Tobio's hot. Go. Yeah. It's like, hey, Ace, what else do you have going on in your life? There's a cute girl who wants to hang out with you. Go kill some zombies and get with her. Yeah. Um, Bert. It was my first time seeing it. Uh, Wild Zero. Um, I will say I'm not really going to talk much about the plot because uh, the plot doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> nope. And that's fine. Probably the best word that I would use to describe this is um, it has its moments. Yeah. It's pretty mediocre. Uh, Yeah. The the real problems, (laughs) the real problems with this movie are it has things that it wants to do. And a lot of those things are fucking cool and really fascinating. (laughs) Unfortunately, when it's not doing those things, this is a, boring directionless movie on, on the me, times that it's not doing that i'm sorry let me ask the straight men on the pod how'd you hi that's uh, me that's me that's me i get to talk now Boy, how let, you, how let the other straight the hold on lady. let sorry. the other straight man talk really quick we have <laughs> Wait, to have what representation I, what did i do 
Oh, no, no. You're the straight man. You're the straight that's man. Correct, that we're going to let you talk. Go ahead. On multiple levels, that's my role in the cast. <laughs> um, <laughs> this film was like an acid trip. And I sort of just like leaned back and let it just like wash over me. And as it like peaked, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's the stuff. <laughs> you know, I, I tried there for a moment to like focus and be like, okay, so then like he's the he's the and he, and no, he's like got no. the the money and and they're trying to escape and, and no no you just let it wash over you correct and you're just like the lights are super like crazy and things are happening and you're just kind of like where did that come from mm-hmm. holy shit and that's not how that works but you know what okay cool and you just <laughs> let it just like wash over you and you just kind of like and then you peek and then you're just like and you kind of come down from you like okay that was pretty that was a lot of fun i enjoyed that what did you think of the Yakuza lady who spends most of the movie in side? Was that the army lady? In, in, yeah, in side. I loved her. And a I was so into one her. Piece I was like, with sleeves that go to the wrist. It, it's <laughs> like, she was the badass. That I was like, okay, this is my kind of, this is my lady here. So, like, I would say, uh, like everything else in this movie, it started out fucking really cool, and then just <laughs> didn't go anywhere at all. It just petered out by the end I of the movie. It. I love this lady though. Like for yeah. like also, she's she was cool. in uh, like leopard print. By the way, Meredith, it's houndstooth. She was oh, so fucking right. pissed at those are fucking zombies for being pervert weirdos and like ripping yeah. up her clothes. But like, okay, so the 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 bodysuit is like it's all houndstooth. The pumps are all houndstooth. <laughs> I got it. And then like she has like the fur trim right at the half sleeve, oh. and her tattoos are so good. And her tattoos are clearly drawn on this um, lady. Pretty sure they just pulled her from a Burberry like shoot. They're Dude. like, get in here. <laughs> what's uh, she's a badass. She's like fucking like nuts what's the, the hell lady's, up. Like uh, everyone around her, it's awesome. What's the lady's name? I have seen this movie eight times, this and the my, only characters whose names yeah. the only characters whose names I remember are Tobio Ace, a guitar wolf, and, and uh, hey, guitar bass or guitar wolf, bass wolf, and drum wolf. Hey, well, even past names. Ace's character is he wants to rock and roll, and he likes a girl. And yeah, Tobio ain't got no fucking character. I'm really glad mm-hmm. at the gesture that it's a trans woman, and we're moving into <laughs> She's that. She's a manic thing. pixie dream girl in this film. She's less than that, that, dude. She does nothing other than wander around wondering where Ace is the entire time. You have you have to remember you have to remember that you have to remember that we are in a place and we're in a place in 1999 where cis women dream of self actualization and trans women dream of not being either a prostitute or a corpse. She doesn't have so any dreams. I, listen, in this I'll, movie. Be your, I'll be your I'll be your I'll be your Zoe Bechamel sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be your Zoe Bechamel sauce. I would like to go one more step up the ladder. I mean, if sure if if like look the again this movie has its moments so yes when the guy is in the i want to know bert bert yes. bert 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 i want to know listen because i know what you're like uh-huh and <laughs> i also want you to i also want you to know the do your thing freely you cannot diminish my love for this film i'm not going to. i would like you're gonna you gave me the first slice of bread in the criticism sandwich, I want okay. the meat to be. Tell me some of the. Tell me some of the stuff that you watch, and you're like, this scene is cool. So, I mean, like I said, the the scene you specifically talked about, where he the, really the whole entire scene where he realizes what's going on, he goes like actually the presentation of that is incredible. The way it's edited, and this is the problem with the movie is like half of the editing and the way it's <laughs> shot is practically David Lynchian. I swear to God. <laughs> It's Talk like to me about that, yeah. 
it's incredible. Like, okay, they have the, they also have the love love beam scene. You remember that? <laughs> With the, there's a girl singing love love, love beam, miracle beam. beam, and there's the the evil villain music, <laughs> the music guy is watching this from a from a desk, and there's a guy standing behind him, and there's a very the way it's shot, it's all long and uncomfortable. It's there's no music other than what she's singing diegetically. And then they just walk out the door. It's it's like Mulholland Drive, straight up. I'm like, cool, where is this going to go? And the answer is fucking nowhere. They never pay it off. They never. Well, I don't know if this is like um, a good analogy. Um, and I am like, I, I did drink a lot before this cast. Um, I don't blame you. It, no, it, feels like, it feels like a Japanese take on like magic realism. Like yes. that's like, this feels like this like late 90s. Like punk rock infused magic realism set in Japan, like that's what it feels like. But see, like okay, yes. Now, what I'm gonna say though is like okay, for example, when they have that bathroom scene, it's like okay, this is great. What's gonna be like the payoff for this, or where does it go? And the answer is nowhere. And the other thing is like the other well, half of the editing and shooting in this movie is music video, which is yeah. like the exact opposite of what I want. In, the, in in reference to the first part, because it's like the first we part. We have to chop a UFO with a sword. Like I mean, we we don't yeah, have time it's cool. To make sense. But again, like that is really cool, and it doesn't fit with. Okay, here's another example. Um, at the beginning of the movie, we're in a van with these three fucking weirdos who suck, and they're just complaining and calling each other bitch and yelling at each they other are. for fucking five minutes. It sucks ass. They go to a grocery store. Yes. Now, no, but here's the thing. Being in the face by apes. This is exactly where I'm going with this. So here's the thing. You really need to see this. You cannot listen to this. No, no, no. Listen. This This guy. This guy (laughs) with this fucking hair goes in and he's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm just gonna rob this convenience store. He fucking fails miserable. I'm like, okay, cool. This is all David Lynch. I don't know where this is going, but it's intense and weird. You know what happens to that character? He's killed by Zambos. Randomly, for fucking no reason, <laughs> yeah. never comes up again. Why the fuck yeah. did I watch That's, this 20 minute moral, sequence? There's a moral arc to the film. <laughs> no, there's not. There's no the arc law. anywhere in he this tried movie. tried to break the law. He tried to break the law. He gets eaten by zombies. I All the bad say, characters I will, get eaten by I zombies. Will say, I will say to you, Bert, what a number of poets I respect have said to me, and that I am constantly in conversation with as a novelist. Plot is inherently. No, 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 no. I, I'm going to interrupt you right now. This is not a plot problem because because when and this is not a cinema sins why did this happen like a cinema sins why did this happen is this doesn't make any sense because you Um, wouldn't be able to do that in real life what i'm saying is why did the director show me this sequence of images for absolutely no purpose at all because like i got no emotion this is my impression of bert right now um excuse me how would this guitar this is not plot this is how could this guitar come apart no sword this is not plot this is not plot this is Listen, I'm not talking about plot. I'm talking about thematic meaning and any kind of anything. There's no point to any of that. Of, excuse me, you couldn't shoot a car and have it explode that way. (laughs) You can, I mean. It just says, like, trash and chaos. Sure. on that. And I love it. I also love, like, there's a lot of, like, shit that doesn't make sense. Why are we showing, like, a 30 or 45 second seed just to show that, I guess, Ace has strong Kegels? Great. Cool. I'm glad that you're whole Oh, yeah, no. Really that man's stream of urine is so incredibly strong. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, pressurized. No, no, hold on. Ace, 
Ace Blaster looked like Spider-Man. No. A- no, hold on, Bert. I need you to talk to me about how you feel about the fact that Ace Blaster looked like Spider-Man. No, this is what I'm this is what I'm gonna say. That thematically has a purpose in a movie that is trash and chaos and is it is playing punk music at me while blowing people's heads up. You would absolutely have a POV shot from somebody's dick shooting piss into a urinal in that movie. Now what you don't have is a 30-minute sequence with a guy robbing a convenience store, failing miserably, and getting his head blown, like, eaten off by a zombie okay. for no purpose. No, no, it's a per- very important purpose. It sets up Ace as a do-gooder. Like, he's kind of like, he's a bumbling kind of fool. You know, he, he like, the, the movie sort of sets up that, like, Ace is just incompetent. He's incompetent about love. He's incompetent about life. He's incompetent about... Great, music. I'm watching an Ernest P. Worrell film, is what I'm watching. Yeah. Like, I want to talk. I want to talk to Katie and Matt. Bert, close, close, Bert, close your ears. This is the, this is a no crumb bump. What'd you say? Club for the day. <laughs> I want to talk about. Can can we talk about? Because yes, here's my thing. Bert's not wrong. There Thank are you. this. There is a, uh, there is a reason that this is nowhere near the best movie that I have ever seen. <laughs> oh no, um, no, no. It but was bad. Th- it has moments of such intense charm. Can we talk about sure. how like? When Tobio and Ace meet, if you know anything about filmmaking, that effect where the hearts are like encircling their face, the, the only oh, thing that could have been accomplished on their budget was like big pieces of construction paper. It's straight out of Hausu, which I want to watch for October, but it's straight out of Hausu. It's it's the exact same filmmaking standard thing. And, and that I was when that happened, I was like, fucking cool. We're doing weird kitschy stuff. And then I got to watch the fucking bumblers in the woods. But yeah. <laughs> for a long time it's really cool though it's just all over the place is what i would say it's all this all the budget for this movie was spent on explosions good uh things that emit fire that don't need to emit fire um and this lady's house two body suits and matching pumps <laughs> i mean that was an investment that i will stand i will stand beside behind that investment 100 <laughs> no totally the budget's fine that's I mean, that's all well spent in this movie. And also stealing the, Bikini the Kill, because I'm sure they did not pay Bikini Kill. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I, 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 uh, one, of the, one of the first case studies I had in the fact that intellectual property law stops at the end of the Anglosphere at best was I was teaching for a company. I, w- I was teaching uh, English as a second language uh, to children for a company I won't name out of China. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had like digital classrooms. Uh, full of like little interactable like objects for the students to use on their computers while I was teaching them, and it was all fucking just like not even with the serial numbers scra- uh, scraped off. It was all fucking Elsa and Superman and oh, Batman God. and Spider-Man <laughs> and Barbie. <laughs> it was literally all just like things that. And it made me lo- it made me love Xi Jinping, uh, our daddy, who should please come and save us even more because like because all apparently all of China has has looked at everything Disney has ever produced and said yes, very good. Also, fuck you, um, and just take and just takes it, um, which rules. I hope that and I've heard that and I've heard that most most Chinese people don't give a shit about Mulan, which rules. 
and they just take all and they just take everything good that that any Western like media has produced in like Japan and in China and are just like fuck you, <laughs> just like take it for free, which rules. Uh, I I hope they have done that with my book. God bless. Intellectual property law is uh, is a cancer on the spirit of humanity. Um, yeah, it's fine. Uh, I. I also think Bikini Kill. I also think Bikini Kill almost certainly knows. They probably probably finds it and probably finds it very funny. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Um, I will say, from a serious film criticism standpoint, I think if you um, have ever seen Robert Rodriguez's first film, like El Mariachi, yeah, to me this reminded me a lot of that, like that sort of like low budgety kind of like guerrilla filmmaking that I did enjoy a lot of. It's not good. (laughs) <laughs> and there's like, serious ontological questions that are raised by the end of the film, where two of the losers from the uh, failed bank heist b- are both zombified, but they come together and find love in death, which, while a beautiful um, message, does raise the question, all these zombies then could also feel feelings and were fucking blasted by everyone in this cast. Well, also, all the zombies just fall down after the UFO gets blown up. <laughs> yeah, it's a touching love story, and then you're Immediately like, Immediately ended, yeah. <laughs> just out by the... Well, and also, okay, Bert- Also, really quick, do you think Guitar Wolf cares? No. No. <laughs> I don't do even... You think the y- at any do you point. think the Yakuza think lady cares? cares? I think, Guitar actually... Wolf cares about everyone. I tell you what, if Guitar Wolf knew about it, Guitar Wolf would care very strongly. I want to. I want to pause really quick. Um, and I want to I want to put the spotlight on Katie mm-hmm. uh, because Katie, when you were watching the movie, you made a tweet that I saw that as a as as a big Wild Zero fan had never occurred to me. Um, you know the tweet I'm talking about. Could you repeat it and also speak to this for a little bit? Oh, you mean the, the no? I think that was the DM. Are you talking about the the mindless self indulgence thing? Yeah! Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> I don't know why it occurred to me. I guess I was just like trying to think contemporaneously what the Americanized version of this would be and to make it relevant for the time and like the sort of type of artistry in the same way that they took Scarlett Johansson and like, in I don't know, all these anime movies. Well, first of all, Guitar Wolf would be played by Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) Also, maybe like... I, well, I appreciate. Uh, no, I, I want to hear the rest of what Katie has to say. I'm so sorry. The mindless self-indulgence <laughs> tweet. I have to hear more about it. <laughs> the, yes, the contemporaneous equivalent to this movie would be mindless self-indulgence because of the time, and also about the sort of like shock rock and screaming. Uh, and instead of you know guitar wolf, it would just be Jimmy Urine, um, which could actually probably just be you know make sense considering the pee scene. Um, mindless self-indulgence is bad. Yes. But, if, but... You're, if you're so smart, explain this, Clarissa. Pow! <laughs> Mad, my my exact reaction was... Just, <laughs> but I think, also... Katie, like, that, that... To find, like, the Americanized version of Wild Zero, that's, like, the people on Twitter that tweet about, like, oh, I bet this person's got a really awful take. And then just get, like, fucking fired up about, like... Oh, I hate that person so I much. Think, so here, I think honestly, I think honestly, it would be kind of a crapshoot if Wild Zero were made in like 2010. It would be kind of a crapshoot, and I think that specifically because of the thing like 
watching these like two macho guys like whip shit all over zombies while the bikini kill about having a lesbian crush on a girl in your neighborhood plays and i was like and i was like oh just like how there's probably like like the first couple times i saw the attack on i heard the attack on titan song it didn't occur to me that it was fash because i could i don't know german and i don't know japanese that like there's a lot of music that they're listening to that just if you don't understand English it's just like yeah I like the way it sounds and I want to pause really quick and say that yes Bert, the least effective part of these movies is the music videos because as a lifelong I would say that my second favorite genre of music is kind of chintzy pop because I am a homosexual um, but my first favorite <laughs> genre of music is punk um, and you could not make me watch a music video for a punk rock sound uh for a punk rock song, if you had a drill in my mouth, because right. the appeal of punk is being at a party and have it having it playing very loud, or going to a DIY show and like watching attractive but smelly people very yeah. passionately do something badly. Um, they're like watching Guitar Wolf, <laughs> watching Guitar Wolf play a concert isn't especially fun, even though there is fire coming out of the microphone. But the the, the MSI thing reminded me of like. I was, because I'm a big My Chemical Romance fan, um, one time I saw that Gerard Way had done, like, guest vocals for some Japanese band, and I was like, oh, ho, 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 this is gonna be, like, some visual Kai, like, gack shit. This is gonna combine my love for Gerard Way with my love for, like, cross-dressing Japanese musicians. Um, and I looked it up, and apparently, and they just, like, they brought Gerard Way to the desert and, like, dressed and like dressed them up kind of butch and we're like yeah just act like a rock star and act like yeah. a tough guy and i was like and i was like be oh. an american man yeah and they, and they, were, and they were like hey gerard way hey gerard way incredibly queer emo guy incredibly queer emo person mm-hmm. be be like an american rock star guy um, and, and Gerard Way just sort of like swaggering around in the desert singing gibberish, and I was like, oh, 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 so y'all only know what My Chemical Romance sounds like and like haven't right. listened to the lyrics, which does which does actually speak to if Wild Zero, not the American version, but if Wild Zero had been made 10 years later, because music and movies and TV all got very bad in the aughts, I think wow. that it would be a much different and much worse That's because 9 Don't forget. <laughs> yeah. Well, so... <laughs> here's my big thing with this. So, like, the, the, the movie... I wouldn't, like, fault the movie too much because the movie has a heart, and I get... It really has this... It is trying to do punk rock stuff. <laughs> rock and roll punk rock stuff. And I'm like, okay... Rock and roll jet movie. to do punk the, rock The things. tagline is rock and mm-hmm. roll jet movie. Now, mo- sometimes it does. I'd say, really, it's, like, about a half and half. Sometimes it's, like, really fucking... It's bizarre filmmaking, and it, it really has that edge to it. But when it's doing that music videos, because the director did music videos, when it's doing that stuff, there's nothing punk about music videos almost, like, 99% of the time. They feel yeah. mainstream in a way that is, like, offsetting the rest of the movie. So, like, it's... When I'm... Sure, if I hear Bikini Kill and, like, dudes are punching zombies, it's like, okay, this is pretty punk. But, like, once it's edited with, like, fucking fast motion and quick cuts when, like, the rest of the movie isn't like that, it's like, why is this here? Like, it just feels wrong. It feels like whoever did it. Because that's how they could afford Guitar Wolf. (laughs) By, like, cutting it that way? Maybe, Mm. you know what, maybe Guitar Wolf is actually the element of this, and I considered this during the movie. 
Maybe I, I think they're the weakest element, honestly. I, I considered that now I do like the concept of like when Ace has a problem, Guitar Wolf shows up and is like, you have to do this. I love that as like a cinematic concept. But yeah. like when they show up in their characters and they're too cool, like you get good visuals, but like there, I think there is a version the I think there is a version of this movie where instead of the band Guitar Wolf, right. there is a fictional Japanese punk rock band that the character Ace admires and the lead singer of it shows up in spiritual form occasionally to give Ace advice. Yeah. Um, but you are not contractually obligated to make a movie where the real band Guitar Wolf looks badass and cool. I think um, that's and the I th- I exact think that is issue. a better movie. Yeah, and I think it's something like, or you could look at something like Tommy or something where it's like, all these ideas are cool. Unfortunately, the fucking who have to be front and center doing musical set pieces where they're a rock band. And that kind of like derails the whole thing. And I feel like that mm-hmm. might be the case here. Like the movie is really fucking fascinating until it becomes, oh shit, we have to fit Guitar Wolf into this. <laughs> One of the reviews I read for it, they cited how um, good the, uh, sorry, Ace Wolf, right? Yeah, Ace Wolf. Uh, it's, is guitar, guitar it's Guitar Wolf, Bass Wolf, Drum Wolf. Uh, drum, wolf, Ace, drum Wolf Ace, is no. I think Ace Drum is Wolf Ace. is no longer. Ace yeah, is just okay. Ace. I think it's okay. either Drum Wolf is no longer with us. Rip and piss. Uh, I hope uh, you're rocking out. I hope you're rocking out in heaven, big guy. So, so oh, you think he's in heaven? As like um, him giving the whistle to Guitar Wolf, giving the whistle to Ace. Yes, is like um, Jimmy Olsen getting the watch or like the, yeah. the whistle from like Superman. There's something kind of interesting about that idea of like, particularly. As the movie translates, you know, Western sort of like rockabilly punk influenced ideas into Japan and like they sort of like, you know, adapt and sort of like build it in their own, you know, unique flavor. Like these guys are greasers, you know, like they have like the greased hair. They're doing yeah, the combing. Like, Yan- like every- Yankee punk is yeah. a very specific genre of Japanese punk rock uh, that's defined by a lot of like interactions that interactions that lower class and working class Japanese people had with American GIs um, yeah. in the 50s and 60s in a so, post so, so World like, War II environment. Yeah. The, so like lower, lower class and lower class and gray market Japanese life was largely dictated by interactions with uh, poor and racialized and uh, and black Americans who were there in a military context, which caused a very specific form of uh, cultural expression for Japanese delinquents, uh, which is why you see um, characters like Jotaro, char- characters like uh, Jotaro in Jotaro's Bizarre Adventure, um, uh, dr- will often dress and act in ways that would make you seem like kind of a Clint Eastwood douchebag in America. Um, but are the Japanese equivalent of like in- incredibly anarchic, anti-authoritarian punk rock in Japan? Yeah. Uh, sorry, that's a little. No, this no, is special. No, it's, it's good context because like I had you know a lot of ignorance about that. To view that piece, the 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 greaser nature of it, and just sort of like this like superhero element to it, again to me sort of like speaks to this sort of magic realism sense of the film. In the ending, I'm going to spoil the end of Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. That's is everyone okay with that? I think. Okay, so the end of Star Trek: New Space Nine, Cisco. Oh, Bert's gonna take off his headphones. <laughs> um, I'll let you know, Bert, when it's safe to turn it on. Bert's about to watch DS Nine. The end of Star Trek: New Space Nine, Cisco literally becomes a god, and like that was sort of like their commentary, like a meta commentary that they had of, um, 
we, you know, Captain Kirk is so valorized in pop culture that he should become, you know, that he becomes a, a demigod of sorts. Well, let's just make Cisco an actual, you know, that. And so I'm thinking of like this film in the sense of like, you know, these pop culture icons, greasers, you know, Guitar Wolf, they are actual icons. They are sort of like heightened superheroes, you know, with incredible powers. I mean, above if you're in the Japanese punk scene, have. they very much are. Yeah. And so like, why not make it literal? Like in this film, like it just kind of goes together that I'm kind of mm-hmm. okay with it. That like, I'm okay. Yeah, with I it. mean, normally that'd be like, if this was a film that's trying to take itself seriously, but it also films itself of like UFOs flying across the galaxy, very much like Mars attacks mm-hmm. to then delivers a zombie apocalypse that just happens I, 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 so for I, no reason. And it comes from stomach I problems. That, well, I think that part of what charms me about this movie Right, is the same effect of like whenever, whenever like I watched Daredevil season one and two on Netflix. What I remember thinking was, this is fucking stupid, and also it's racist in the sense that like if I were watching a Japanese TV show, wouldn't it be fucked up and stupid if like halfway through a season, a bunch of American assassins showed up and they were all and they were all like mystical cowboys who killed people with lassos. And I said that and then I watched some clips from like uh Common Rider where there are multiple seasons where that is in fact a plot point where there's like a bad common mm-hmm. rider who wears a cowboy hat and shows up and has a like laser six shooter and says like Yeehaw, Ome! What does you want cowboy son? Um <laughs> <laughs> Where like Wild Zero, one of the things, one of the things that makes Wild Zero fascinating to me is that it is, in a very Hegelian way, it is interesting to see oneself reflected in the eyes of the other, um, because you will notice because things that you think will be incredibly noticeable about yourself or your people or whatever tend not to register and things that you wouldn't have thought would be especially remarkable or noteworthy um, end up being noticed and the things that you do think will be noticed get noticed but in incredibly weird ways um, and so wild zero is an incre- is a, a view from a you know and I'm here using italics and quotes an, in- uh, an incredibly foreign culture a view of American trash music, trash TV, and trash movies um, reflected not back at us, because this was produced largely for Japanese consumption, but reflected back in a way where we can see it. And I think that that's so fucking fascinating um, in a way that sort of elevates it above again, and, and Bert's not wrong, it is as movies go, a shitty movie but it's so interesting seeing like for seeing especially for like the average working class Japanese dipshit um like which parts of American like B horror movies and like popular culture and punk rock have resonated completely free of any American cultural context um I don't think it was shitty I think it was mediocre sure and the main problem the main problem is like the cool things in this movie are exponentially cooler when you take them out of context and like it would be great for a supercut or like gifs or like youtube clips or something like like again the scene where i mean do you have any do you have any thoughts about the cultural context thing the majority i mean yes it's the same kind of thing though there are bits and pieces here and there where it's like oh that's fascinating but 
the bulk of the movie the 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 other half of the movie is like you know, like there's a fascinating scene where they they get to the the weapons cache and they're like, oh, like in Night of the Living Dead, have you seen that? And he's like, nope. <laughs> and then they just go around the room like, have you seen that? No. And then he's like, why are we all talking about fucking watching movies? I'm like, yeah, this is a really great meta narrative, but the rest of the movie like isn't that. Again, it's great for little individual things, but the problem is like like so like that the bathroom scene. And the, the, the editing leading up to that and all of that, incredible on its own. Will, Unfortunately, in the con- that character, in the context of the rest of the I movie, will ask, as the, like, best guitar- as the best guitarist on the podcast, uh, sure. can you... Ooh. Ooh. Who is the best Ooh. guitarist on the podcast? Raise your hand. It's me. As the best guitarist on the podcast, Bert, have you gotten good enough at guitar that you can do the guitar picture again explosion uh, jutsu? Or... Are you not um, there yet, or are you a little? Are you no. are you a little no, bitch and who can't do it? This is another. This is another great example of what I'm talking about. The dude just just whips out some guitar picks and electrifies like 50 zombies. In I, I do want to point out that this is very realistic, though, that a guitarist would have 50 picks <laughs> oh, yeah, on them, absolutely, because those things get lost they like get that. Lost like nothing. But that's very realistic. No, I mean, like, I was like, that's a good moment of realism yeah, in this if, film. If I saw that 30 second clip on YouTube, I'd be like. What the fuck is this movie? I have to watch it, this and then what, I would watch what, it, and I'd be like, "Oh, well, rock and roll you know. jet movie." Those are all things I like. But unfortunately, and then you spend fifteen minutes in the fucking woods with the vans. Exactly, being like, thirty minutes before that, uh, I'm sitting watching. What a fucking failure you are at robbing a, a <laughs> gas station and like not even just you that so like, much, you fucker. Guitar and Wolf, like goddamn. Guitar Wolf isn't even in thirty minutes prior to that, outside of like a small musical sequence, and I'm watching Ace like wander around maybe fighting zombies maybe not and then the 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 music okay okay the villain shooting a fucking grenade launcher at a building and actually blowing a window out is fucking incredible unfortunately the hour leading up to that he fucking did nothing and had no effect on anything so i will say that okay I, maybe i don't know I, this is me simply reading from a very ignorant western culture it felt like a little bit homophobic with the villain. Did anyone else pick up on that? Yeah, I thought it was he wears weird. Hot pants you know, the whole time he's rather fake. I thought it was very strange that in the same movie where it, where Guitar Wolf is like love has no boundaries, genders, or whatever, like the very first scene involves a, a woman getting beat up backstage, and then Guitar Wolf showing up, be like, "You little pervert," and there's some kind of weird thing going on with them. I'm like, I don't know how this. Why is that guy a pervert? I, I don't even there know. There is a lot going on there. And if I had to hazard a guess that assumes that the filmmakers had at least benign, if stupid, intentions, if I had to hazard a guess, I would say that Japan's feudal period was comparatively very recent. Um, and that Japan's feudal period featured sexual politics that were remarkably similar to what we would think of as, like, classical Greece's sexual politics, um, which is to say that, which is to say that that specific form of <laughs> a whole's a whole basic pansexuality where people who control the most money and political power kind of just, like, fuck whatever they can get their hands on. Um, is a little bit more recent in cultural memory and registers as a little more villainous. Um, but who can say? Uh, we are we are a we are a quadruplio of white people um, without the necessary cultural context. But it does register as a little homophobic. I 
guess in the context of the film, like the the love has no boundaries stuff, which is like even looped on at the end to be like, this is the message of the film. It's a good message. But in the context of the film, I don't really feel the film has that much conviction in that, like in an understanding of that. But it's it's a nice they believe it. Sure. But like. I mean, Bert, I can, Tobio, Bert, Tobio I can, t- has Bert, no I can tell you for a fact, I am the smartest punk you've ever met. Um, sure. I am the smartest punk you've that. ever met, and I'm not, <laughs> I am the smartest punk you've ever met, and I'm not very smart. Um. Okay. <laughs> like. So you're saying this, this was made by stupid people. I am saying that this was made by, that this was not only made by stupid people, it was made by dumb guys. Uh, it was made by sure. Was, that's exactly the by, impression it I got. Was, rock. It's it a was made rock by film. it was it's made by dumb guys with hearts of gold. Um, sure, absolutely, it absolutely. It's a, so, are you saying this is a himbo? Film? I am saying Katie is wild zero a himbo film. It's just absolutely, absolutely. This is kind of himbo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna it's be. Totally it's totally a himbo. Yeah. No, in that it's, case, it's, I will say. I, actually, I want to talk to I want to talk to Katie as the yeah, only yeah. person on the the only person on the podcast who is like. I want to. I am uh, because even I. I would say because I've talked. I've, I've talked a lot about being a lesbian. I would say that I am physiologically bisexual, but it mostly can't stand men outside of the men that I'm friends with. Um, talk to me every single uh, week on the podcast. Mare has to like work herself up to this. <laughs> talk, talk to me about Ace as a man because like is. Uh, talk to me about Ace as a leading man, especially because he has goofy hair and he's kind of ineffectual. And he rides a mini bike everywhere. Like, how does Ace work for you as a leading man in what is effectively a very complicated, explosiony, stupid romance movie? <clears throat> I don't have any strong opinions because I think he was just sort of like, yeah, just sort of like a bumbler. And he's also supposed to be portrayed as like very young, so like mm-hmm. kid like. So. You know, the expectations are pretty low. It is weird that he is the leading guy, but I think, you know, as Matt had mentioned, as almost like a, like, sidekick character. So, you know, like, sort of, like I guess, like, growing or whatever. Growing as a person. Um, That's cool. Again, the only thing I could tell you I really know about Ace, aside from his his physical appearance, is that he has strong Kegel muscles. likes combs that's, that's all i got and like he's he loves motorcycles he loves let's be queer let's be let's be queer here let's be let's clear be let me be clear let me be queer <laughs> uh that is a that is a mini bike <laughs> let me be queer that is a that is a uh, mini bike if you like your bike oh uh, you could keep it i thought he had a it motorcycle is a, too, honey it oh. is a honey it is a it mini is a bike moped. you do not need a driver's license that ain't it. a motorcycle no, he's he's riding like, like bow legged on it because you can't a, ride it any other way. This machine has a go kart engine in it, honey. <laughs> no, 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 I know, I know that. I thought he he rides to the it's club up. and to the gas station on an actual. Oh no, it's the mini like, bike. It is out. the one at the beginning. Has, oh, and then he like commandeers one. It is a it is no, a no, no. it is a pussy destroyer in the sense that if a cat were asleep <laughs> and it ran over the cat, the cat would die. That is the only sense in which no, Ace but you still see like, the cat limping away as it yeah. died. That's Matt, the is. problem is, is at the beginning they film it from like the front and the back, so it's like, oh, it's a bike, and then like at the end they're like. Here's it for the side. Oh, it's a fucking moped. 
Oh, that's why he was writing it so weird. That makes perfect sense. I, I will admit, I was not able to follow the film super well. I mean, you're not I supposed mean, to. You're not. It's fine. Um, I have watched this movie once sober and seven times wasted, and I've loved it to death every time. Now, but I have also been looking at my phone for about a third of it every time I have watched it. Now, Mayor, like... Speaking. I, I, uh, I want to say... I watched. It's unfair because I did watch Rikio yesterday, and if you haven't seen what's Rikio, Rikio, oh my god, you don't know the, the story. Of Ricky? <laughs> Nobody knows the story of Ricky except <laughs> me and Katie. Okay, look, I know like like most of my friends. Every we all know. Okay, Rikio. so here's the thing, Rikio, the supercut I'm talking about. That's Rikio because Rikio is is a hundred a hundred percent himbo, a hundred percent choice quality trash chaos just insanity it's it's this but it's not really fair because i saw that and had so much fun and then i switched onto this i'm like oh and it's that's it's not a fair thing to do it's like when i when i yelled at y'all for watching terminator 2 then terminator 3 that's like the worst decision you could make and but yeah i recommend rickio to anybody who loves this movie because you'll be like oh my goodness gracious in heaven hell yeah um yeah. More rock and not more as rock much and roll trans jet movie in my life. There's no rock and roll. Is there? <laughs> is there jet? Um, to the extent that there was jet. In how did I zero? describe it? I I described it yesterday as um. Have you seen Fist of the North Star? Mm, I've seen a couple of episodes or read it. Okay, imagine they made a live action movie. Okay, that seems like it'd be pretty but fucked like, up and weird. And also, but it like, seems like you're just describing Mad Max with karate. Okay, but, like, mm. it's not an adaptation. They just made a movie of Fist of the North Star with people. And did not... It's it's just the same thing. Like, beat for beat, shot for shot, all the same shit with actual people. It's it's uh, incredible. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit of commando in there. Um, so a guy gets his arm cut off with a machete. Um, oh, that was a good movie. Uh, okay, have you ever seen like a martial artist punch through like a brick? Yeah, like a cinder block. Yeah. Okay, so if a martial artist can punch through a cinder block, he can technically punch through a real person, right? Uh, like this a person's the bones. Yeah, but that's not how. No, no, just answer. their whole body. Their whole body. That's yeah, not how. That's not how body. fluid dynamics works. But no, sure. no, no. Okay, but <laughs> you're, you're saying sure, right? Uh. Okay, that's the that's the thesis of Ricky. <laughs> so. Um, maybe we'll watch it for the show at Bert, some point. Bert, 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 Oh my god, Bert. What I want to know, mm-hmm. Bert, is uh-huh. I want you to tell me. Uh-oh. I want you to tell me that when Guitar Wolf jumps onto the roof of that warehouse and pulls a sword. And chops the UFO and in half? Pulls a sword. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. You let no, no. me finish. I'm setting the scene. And <laughs> pull, I saw the and scene. Pulls a, and the pulls a banquet. sword from the neck of his guitar mm-hmm. and cuts an alien mothership in half. All I right. want you to tell me that in that moment you did not feel so fucking hype. <laughs> um... I didn't. Because the problem... Okay, here's the problem. <gasps> If you if you if you sent me a YouTube and said check this out and it started on that scene I'd be like holy shit this is the coolest thing ever but unfortunately I watched an hour and a half of the UFOs barely making any they didn't make any difference in the movie what am I saying there isn't barely they they did nothing the entire movie 
But there are good reasons for us to watch this episode or watch this film and make an episode out of it. Oh, sure. That's crucial. But I wasn't hyped. UFOs are super important. I spent an hour and a half not caring about UFOs at all. So. Yeah, listen, they're probably... But I you watch the X-Files with us every week, and you also don't care about UFOs. There are probably either. a handful of normies who listen to the show who have just had their horizons pretty drastically expanded. I mean, this is a zombie movie. When, what did the aliens Much do? Much like the TV show The Expanse. I... Catch it on Amazon Prime. Katie. Pirate the TV show The I Expanse. Think... Don't subscribe to Amazon like Prime. Katie <laughs> I think I know why Meredith and I like this movie so much. I've put it together. Wait, wait. Vaginas. I did not <laughs> like it. Yeah, but I mean, like, Meredith and I clearly like this film. You and I love this film. This is for the, right, and I for the Goyles. I know why. <laughs> I finally found out. I think I think I've put it together. I know the common denominator okay. here. We're both chaos goblins. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That, that does is, make that sense. That does explain it. Yeah, yeah. They're like I love the shit. Doesn't and make sense. It doesn't I would, make sense. I would say I you and I also like punk rock. Um, and oh, unlike Bert, excuse you. <laughs> I listened to New Found Glory when I was in oh high school. Oh my god, <laughs> honey. Um, I listened. I love Taking Back Sunday. That was one of my favorite. Honey. Bert listens to. Okay. Bert listens to emo. Hey, Bert listens to emotional hardcore. The real emotional hardcore from 1985. Bert. Okay. Oh, I listen to hardcore stuff. I like Thursday. You're trying me. You're trying me. <laughs> so when I say punk, there's all I kinds like of punk. Thursday. And I am not talking about hardcore kids. I am talking about going to a DIY show and getting hammered and waking. Uh-huh. I'm talking about a very... I have you played know- in a band at a DIY show. Do you think like I've never interacted with any of these types of things. Right, it just doesn't did seem this. like your milieu, and it doesn't seem like the kind of music and the kind of, like, popular culture that you default to engaging with. You're wrong. Am I wrong? <laughs> you are wrong. You'd, like, constantly go into punk shows. Well, I would if we weren't in fucking the aftermath of hell. When we weren't in the aftermath, Bert, we both live in Brooklyn. I never saw you at any of the shows I went to. Which shows did you go to? I went to shows that you weren't at. Well, I went to shows that you weren't mm-hmm. at. So who wins this mm-hmm. one? Which, which shows were you going to? Or what kind of music you know, shows were you going Where, to? Are we, really, are we really doing yeah. this? We're really comparing our hardcore cred on the fucking no, podcast? No, 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 no. no. Bert, has more, Bert has more cred with every kind of music than I do. Um... I am. I am doing. Have you guys heard of? Have, have you guys heard of Blink One Eighty Two? Matt, I love your bit here. This is an excellent bit. Late night, come home, work sucks. I know. <laughs> I left you roses by she the left me roses by, by the stairs. stairs. Help me. Surprises that me. No stairs. <laughs> yeah. Hey, here. Let me. Let, Bert, you're, I know you're one of the best guitarists, but have you heard this idea of power chords? Uh-huh. It's like a chord, but more powerful. <laughs> It's really it going to change. Like, you want me to explain it? Speaking of, of uh, sound and, and music, uh, I made exactly two notes while I was high watching this movie. <laughs> um, the first was, these zombies are horny, question mark, exclamation mark. Um, <laughs> Katie, you would have written that about any film. Let's be real. <laughs> That's true. That doesn't need to be another context. But then the other one I have is, Sound editing is like someone is calling me a, through a 2003 movie. <laughs> I remember that specifically, yes. Now, I would like to say, so you were high while you watched okay. this movie. I think I know why why you and Mare love this movie. <laughs> I also watched the last half like 
stone sober, so hmm. I still liked yeah. it. Well, the last half does pick up a little I bit. think you didn't like it because Ace sets unrealistic expectations for men. For him, but yeah. How? Uh, he doesn't I do, do anything. Because I cannot compete. He's, he does nothing the whole movie. He's fucked. very attractive. Did you hear me talk about Robert Rodriguez? I mean, yeah. Fuck. I'll never be a himbo. Go, queen. Show us nothing. That's that's Ace in this movie. <laughs> we want we want men who are incompetent, but hot. Listen, I've got I've got well, I've got half of that covered. <laughs> Not like mentally incompetent, but um, emotionally, I got you. Yeah, emotionally, like, very intuitive. Sure. Oh, no. (laughs) That's that's what a himbo is. Like, yeah, it's the bumbler of the high school. Now, Ace is only emotionally intuitive. uh, Brendan Fraser in the movie version of George of the Jungle is like. Ace is only emotionally intuitive. He's only emotionally intuitive because <laughs> Guitar Wolf tells him her. how to do it. <laughs> we're gonna have to watch the. We're gonna have to watch the Brendan because I'm right. Because I'm right. Brendan Fraser and George of the Jungle and Ace from Wild Zero together. I saw do that the fusion in dancing. theaters. <laughs> I saw it in theaters. Because I was like twelve or something. What? <laughs> what? what were you doing? Everyone saw George, George of the Jungle in the theater. Theaters yeah, why didn't you? Pornography. Why were you watching it if you were twelve? <laughs> It was rated like PG or something. What are you talking about? Listen, I had that and high fidelity as my like role that models. That explains for, like, a how lot. To women as a teenager. Wow. <laughs> uh, where can we find you on social media? Oh, <laughs> I'm I'm at refreshing time and at Coriolis music. Shit, I'm already giggly. Hold on. <laughs> Keeping that. <down. laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Uh-huh. You got it. You got this. I got you. Katie, where can we find you on social media? Don't worry. I'm your editor. I'll help you save you. I'm at Anime Weed Farts. Okay, hold on. Oh, hold on, rewind. Can we roll that back, please? Oh. <laughs> no, the thing is, when you play football, you want to see, you want to see. It was anime weed for sixty nine. That's really a classic play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at anime weed for sixty nine. Okay, there. Woo! <laughs> um. Take us home. I want to let you all know that my vape has died and that I'm cat-sitting and I don't have the charger for it with me and I'm feeling very upset right now. Um, and also Thank that you. I am at mayor underscore squared, M-E-R underscore S-Q-U-A-R-E-D uh, on Twitter.corn, uh, the premier website for yelling at strangers. Um, and you can find me there if you like content that isn't good. Um, <laughs> if, you have a, if you have a charged vape, please bring it to me. I'm suffering. <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at M underscore S underscore Nelson. You can follow the cats at Second Starcast. Email us, secondstarcast.com. I want to be completely clear. Do not email me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much for listening. We'll see y'all next week. Bye.